The show is called African-ish. It's about my African-ishness, my uh-huh. how I feel African-ish sometimes, not fully, uh, you know, African as an African. Legacy of apartheid, bro. The, the leg- <laughs> hey, the legacy African-ish. of apartheid, feeling African-ish. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, you know, so-called colored people not being classified as African, yes. nor, you know, European or anything. So yes. what are we, you know, yeah. extraterrestrials or something? <laughs> Made this feel is the, very these different. Are the, yeah, these yeah. Are, that's, that's the feel of the show, you yeah. know. Very um, distant loper, do you remember that? Yo, Ochumato. Huh? Is that his name? Yeah, no? For real? It's Ochumato, yeah. I don't mm. call him by the... What's Ochumato? Ochumato, yeah. Oh, the a, colonialist, the colonialist, a colonialist education. Calling him Harry. Harry, not even, no, not even Harry. No, right, that's so racist. With a copy on the E. Right, that is so racist <laughs> if I just it's think about pinnacle. it now. Yeah, think about that. Bro. It starts there. It right starts there, there bro. Harry. Harry with a copy. Why did they put a copy on the E? You know what a copy is? It's that thing on the E that looks like this. And that thing is the is the colonial that's the colonial uh, shadow that looms right. over. Yes, anyway. I'll give you I'll give you a clear example of that. Right. Okay. In English, there's a term called mumbo jumbo. Okay. Right. Okay. You're talking mumbo jumbo. Yes. That means you're talking nonsense. Yes. You've heard this. Yeah, before. I've heard that. Right. One, yeah. Now, when I went to Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. Right? Aha. There's beautiful people there who greet with the term mambo Ma- yeah, exactly. and jumbo. Yes. Right? Yes. And they're the most beautiful, warm, loving people. Right? Yes. And their whole language, <laughs> I, see I think it's going. Swahili, if I'm yes, correct, yep, yep. has been denigrated ah. and condensed to rubbish, to nonsingness. Yeah. In the context of the English language. Yes. What have they done? What Look have what they done? Welcome, welcome, welcome once again. Salam Alaikum. Welcome to the Best Medicine Podcast. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Alright. I'm officially declared to the world that I am going to go into podcasting. I don't know about that, you know. I don't know how uh, successful that is going to be, but I have pledged to the world that that's what I'm going to do. This past weekend, I declared, I announced at my show at the Theater of Marcellus, this is the last time I'm going to perform publicly in South Africa. Um, I'll still do corporates and stuff. But uh, I'm I'm not gonna tour in South Africa for for a while, baby. For a while, baby. I'm gonna focus on this podcast. Uh, actually, a number of podcasts, including so this is the best medicine podcast. See now, look here. You can, for the people who are watching this, you can see. You know, I tried to prepare, but now, for example, this boom arm is obscuring my best medicine logo. You know, I gotta figure this whole thing out. Then in the background, there, I don't know if you see Raul. Raul, that's a throwback to uh, this brother that I had assisting me on the late night news with Luis Ogola. It's a skeleton um, uh, that helped me uh, do this bit called Diagnosis Time. And uh, there he is. So stand up till I die, baby. That's what it means. Um, and got Seinfeld. 
Chris Rock. My goats uh, in stand-up comedy. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not going to perform in South Africa for a while. I'm going to do a show in Botswana in the mid uh, in mid-August. And then at the end of the year, I'm going to tour the UK. Apparently 17 cities. Uh, you know, touring is part of some some group. Um, and I don't know how that's going to be, but uh, it's going to be very, very cold and we're going to drive from place to place to place to place, performing almost every single night over a approximately two-week period. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, um, but a bit sad about the South African thing, but also happy because I think it's time. I've been neglecting my kids um, at the last show, Mikael, uh, who just recently had viral meningitis, came to the show with me, and he was causing havoc. Because my wife, Fazana, she just recently returned, but she was on Umrah. So I was full-on single dad mode, and I had to bring my kid to my show on, on the weekend. And the dude didn't disappoint. Extremely disruptive, you know. I think about six or seven times during the show, he's like, like calling me like a car guard, right? While I'm doing a show in front of thousand plus people, I need to tell you something, Dad. Dad, Dad, I'm bored, Dad. I'm not staying here anymore, Dad. I'm going back to the hotel. I'm like, bruh, I'm doing a show. You can't just go back. I'm going, pals. The bruh just walks. What, what am I supposed to do, bro? Stressing me out. Obviously, the crowd really enjoyed it, you know, because they think, you know, it's all being managed backstage. There are people watching him. There were people there, but like... He has a mind of his own and he will do what he needs to do to get what he wants. And especially since he just had viral meningitis, I've been doting on him. I've been with him in the hospital, um, you know, acquiescing and agreeing to every single ridiculous need that he wants. Like I think I'm on my like fourth Lego box that we bought for him over a very short period of time. Um... And I think he's taking advantage. I'm creating a narcissist. Um, and uh, it was funny. The whole thing was funny at the show. You know, imagine this little kid, you know, just disrupting the whole show constantly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is somewhat troubling for me. I've got to figure out uh, from a child psychology perspective if I'm doing anything wrong. I'm creating a little dictator. You know, if he ever gets like in charge of South African politics, you know, he's gonna bend everybody to his will. Tra, he's very cute will. Um, and in this podcast, I chatted to Ambrose Yuren, uh, uh, <laughs> which is his surname. I didn't, I, I never know, you know, how to pronounce Ambrose's surname. Um, I think it's Uren, uh, but spelled U R E N. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that is unfortunate. We didn't talk about it um, as a possible potential for his entry into the world of comedy, um, having a waste product for a sur surname. A uh, uh, but uh, we didn't talk about that. But we talked about a lot, you know. Um, originally a break dancer, but he always loved jokes, and uh, we break down the comedic mind. 
I've been confused about what the basis of this podcast is supposed to be, but I think ultimately it's a wellness podcast. It's about mental health for me because, uh, you know, I've been like letting little bits, tidbits out of late that, you know, I'm not doing well psychologically. Um, some people have thought in my life, in my personal life, that, you know, that's kind of obvious. Riyadh is losing his mind. He's losing control. So I've, I've decided, you know, this is one of my uh, therapeutic, 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 therapeutic tools that I am going to embark on, uh, you know, to heal. Another thing is now I need to start. I watched the Arnie documentary. Bruh. Yeah, you want to you wanna understand the benefits of visualization, visualizing the future and the potential that could exist. You watch that documentary. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a freaking amazing guy, dude. He's absolutely amazing. He was like in his teens, he was like, when I was in my teens, I was, I was seeing myself on the stage. I was seeing myself on the stage with everybody chanting my name, Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. And just a few years later, the, the reality, it happened in reality. It is an amazing example of visualization. Visualization. I, I recommend watching this thing, bro. A psychopath, um, but an amazing individual. Um, so, uh, yeah. <sighs> I hope this is going to go okay. Last show. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exercise inspired by Arnold. I'm going to start my push-ups again. Push-ups, pull-ups. Right? I've got um, loads of journals. Right? One for every aspect of my life that I'm trying to get in order. And uh, I, I plan to write in these journals every day and on an iterative, uh, in an iterative process, I hope to, you know, get control of my life again. Uh, I know, you know, we put things out there in uh, the social media space and it seems like, you know, everything is ooh, amazing. Um, I have, look here, I have a lot to be grateful for, but uh, there have been a lot of challenges. Let's just say that. A lot of challenges of late, and, you know, I think uh, this is a, it's a common thing. It's a sign of the times. We live in a chaotic time, and I think we need to revert to fr first principles um, to emerge from this. So I hope you join me on my journey. Um, if you're feeling the same way, mentally you're not in a good space, physically you're not in a good space, we're going to focus on um, physical health, psychological health, and we're going to use humor and creativity you know, to facilitate this. Uh, this is what we want to do. So we're going to learn, we're going to laugh, and we're going to uh, uh, find tools and techniques to survive in this world. One of the techniques that I do is like, you know, as you can hear, like uh, making funny voices. This is what I do um, to the chagrin or embarrassment of my kids. Oh, dad, talk normally, dad. Don't always make a voice, dad. When, when they were kids, they used to love it. Now it's like, oh, dad, no, just talk. <laughs> Even my baby now is, dad, 
Don't talk in that voice, Dad. I want to talk to Dad. And it's like, you are to- talking to your dad. You, you're talking to me now. You're talking to me. Don't talk like, talk like that. It's not the only. Um, I'm rambling, but it's part of the process. Fail forward if you haven't uh, listened to any of these podcasts. Um, some of the earlier ones I've done have been quite deep and profound. You know, drawing on many sort of spiritual tools and and religious books to, uh, you know, get myself perspective and understanding in life. Um, check out the old Will Smith and Chris Rock podcasts, you know, the fasting podcast. Um, the first episode in this uh, show, I talked a whole lot of nonsense. But um, if you want to listen to the podcast or watch the podcast ad-free, you know, because if you're seeing this on YouTube, there will be lots of ads. Um, and if you're listening to this on Spotify, there's lots of ads, right? But on Patreon, I'm offering all of this ad-free. Ad-free and early with bonus content. Discounts, you also have access to my uh, comedy specials, all my comedy specials online um, for free. Uh, also, Voices in My Head, which is my latest comedy special that's going to be released soon. I don't know where because we're showing it to various streamers. But I don't know if I want to do that or I want to release it on my own. Okay, watch the space. I'm going to make an announcement very, very shortly. And um, then uh, we're just going to continue with this podcast. Uh, Probably got three listeners at the moment to the podcast. But dude, if you've seen my other stuff, I will will not rest until this is an excellent offering. And uh, hopefully, you know, I can do something that merges my two careers. People know me originally as a medical doctor. and Many people know me as a comedian. Now I hope to offer, you know, a bit of healing uh, therapy, uh, um, you know, health techniques, wellness techniques in an entertaining way, you know, starting with push-ups and pull-ups. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, you know. When I shot new material, a few years ago, uh, I was actually doing like 50, 50 push-ups, like in one go regularly, brah. Ease, with ease, you know. My pecs were like popping, brah. And my shoulders look good. My triceps look good. Now, bro, under all of this, that's why I'm wearing these hoodies, you know. The, the, a slight man boob is sort of developing, you know. The floppiness. The floppiness. Of uh, the chest area, you know, just hanging a little bit like that, you know. Also, the the hair around the nipple doesn't help, you know. This is what happens to people my age. But that's all going to change, bro, soon. I'm inspired by Arnie. <coughs> going to six-pack, nine-pack. Give me three months, bro. I won't be wearing so many layers. I'll be wearing muscle tops. You'll see me. Inshallah, make dua. And I hope that you guys join me on this process. Um, We're going to exercise. We're going to eat well. We're going to try and, you know, incorporate sound, psychological, healthy psychological techniques in this podcast. And we're going to laugh, tell stories, and, uh, you know, dissect the comedy mind. And today uh, I chatted to Ambrose Uren, uh, who is uh, going to do a show in Edinburgh at, uh, I think, the end of this month, or actually very, very soon, the Fringe Festival. 
enjoy this conversation with Ambrose. So, um, bro, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Hey? Yes, yeah. So you're going to Good Edinburgh? Times. Yes, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, the big, the mighty giant festival, yes. Now when do you leave? I leave on the 30th, Sunday, 30th July, this Sunday. Hectic, yeah. bro. No, it's, uh, it's hectic, it's exciting, it's nerve-wracking, I don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot. Have you been to Edinburgh before? I actually have. I've been there twice, but not for comedy, for yeah. dancing. I, right. I, I did some dancing stuff there years at ago. At the festival? Uh, not at the Fringe, at a different festival. Uh, Edinburgh has a lot of festivals, right. jazz festival, arts, all this. Yeah. So we went with some, um, like an exchange, a foreign exchange thing, as a dance crew, and then we did a whole tour of Edinburgh, Liverpool, and thingy. But yeah, Edinburgh was a part of it. So I got to see the layout of the city <laughs> and how it, how it runs. Mm, and yeah. now in your old age, no more dancing. No more dancing, the bones have stiffened <laughs> up, so now I've just... Just talk. I just yeah. talk now. I yeah. keep it into, yeah, things have changed. But yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's, it's still, I'm still there. So yeah. <laughs> I'm still happy to be at least going places how with many, doing what I'm how doing. How many years ago did you go there? Edinburgh, the last time I was there was maybe eight, eight, eight years, seven, mm. eight years ago. Right. Yeah. And purely for, for dance. That was purely, purely dance. Um, I was part, you know, I was still in my, my crew. I'm still in my crew, Immortal Style. Mm. And we were, yeah, we were lucky enough to go and um, perform in Edinburgh. And uh, yeah, have some fun. It was cool. It was like a whole street festival yeah. in the streets, dancing for hours, hours, hours. Now I can't dance for minutes. Yeah. Like, immortal I'm, totally style, but mortal body. Mortal body now, totally mortal <laughs> body. Uh, but we learn. It's fine. Now it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a coming of age of a different art form. Yeah. Do so, you include any of your uh, break in your yeah, stand-up? Yeah, a lot of people ask me that. But I, I, I try. I try. I have a few gags that, that are very physical. Yeah. And um, if the stage allows, yes. I always say if the stage is big enough, I'll, I'll whip out a little something, something. If you need to, yeah. If I need to. Yeah. Um, but no, for the most part, I keep the moves for the club scene. Right, right. For the, you know, training with the boys. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, keep it there. Do you still like work out with your, your crew regularly? Not regularly. Not as much as we used to. Because yes. guys have, have gotten older also. Guys yes. have, have married and all this, all of that, you yeah. know, priorities. So we don't get together as much, but we do. We still connect and every now and then we jam and let our limbs loose and yes. remind us of the old selves we used to yes. be in our 20s. I'm, I'm interested to know like how it feels to be a dancer as you become older. Because very different to stand-up. With mm. stand-up in many cases, you... Um, become better as you get older. Yeah, yeah. Dancing, right? you get worse. <laughs> everything gets worse. Your your body feels everything feels heavier and t and. Sorry to interrupt. Yo, come, young boy. Yeah, come here, come here, come here. Because you're standing there <laughs> you're standing while I'm doing a podcast with an uncle. <laughs> so let's just like come say hi. Say hi. Just quickly, run quick, in quick, quick and then you can run out. Nachi. Quickly. <laughs> now you want to do it it's as gonna, slow yeah, as possible. Uh, right? You would have had a Zimmer frame walking out exactly. there like an auntie. <laughs> right? Okay. So now, can you go downstairs? No. Okay. It's so, Dago, play in that room over there. And then I will come <laughs> see you off. Open the curtains and you'll be able to play. 
Is that a stem? Yes, I will dry. Well, they made tattoos last night. Hey, whoa, okay. Okay, tattoos. but then try and shush, shush. Oh, you might, there's, a, there's a marker there. Quickly, go get yeah, the marker. The marker and the thingy. Okay, all right. Hectic. Try go. not to make noise, bro. That's all good, man. It's, a, it's part of the blessings, bro. That's your blessings. Yeah, you just had viral <laughs> meningitis. That was very, oh, like... Oh, uh, snap. That was wonderful, meningitis. enjoyable experience. Well, right? What happens in viral Bro, meningitis? Stress. <laughs> That's what happens. I don't have ever had the that viral meningitis. Yeah, yeah. It sounds tough. Yeah, the one child had mumps, and then two weeks later, he got viral meningitis, had Yo. to go to hospital for a week, and then the other one got mumps. Yo. And then the other one got mumps. Is it hard to, to keep them from catching each other's stuff? Right. Yeah, very, very difficult. because they hang out all yeah. the time. And, and now we like, quarantine. You can't Even, quarant do you quarantine, I do quarantine one of them. <laughs> Everybody wears masks, right? We thought it out. Lockdown situation. Right, it was. It is. Yeah. yeah. I but didn't they have still the, pass it on to each other. Like, you didn't have the temperature. The temperature you see, you need that. In every room, you must eat. And that signing in thing. Yeah, and a sanitizer yeah. on every corner yes, of the house. I didn't have that. You need that. Yeah, bro. I needed to up Come on, upgrade. Don't forget. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah, we went through it and for now so it's... long and now I forget. Yeah. No, ah, I find it fascinating how people forget. They're sneezing on each other in uh, public again not and caring, stuff. Yeah, people you know? are just back to forgetting. <laughs> it's like normal. And like everybody's just... getting sick <laughs> exactly. a lot, bro. Yeah, no. It's happening. It's winter again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but people forget quickly. Yeah. So you're going yeah. to go to a place with all-round winter. Yo, I checked the weather report. Uh, oh, it was sad. I really? almost cried. There was so much rain in there that my eyes started raining. <laughs> because it was just like every day it's raining. Yes. And I thought it's summer. Someone said, no, it's summer in Scotland. And, you, you know, you can whip out of shorts. Yes. I, I repacked my bags yesterday. <laughs> I was like, no, jackets. Jackets, hoodies, polo necks. Yes. Yo, I had to change my whole game up. But yeah. okay, it's winter here. You'll I'm just see, bro. Get used to, You'll yeah. see, bro. Yeah, New no, I, look, I, I still know from the last time it was cold there, mm. but I wasn't expecting like now like, to be, yeah, I thought yeah. it would be summer. Yeah, maybe it'll be okay. Who knows? When you come there, bring the African I bring the sunshine. Sun, yeah, I hope to be the sunshine out there. I would hope What's so. What's the name but of the, the show? The show's called African-ish. Huh? Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's a it's about my Africanishness, my uh -huh. how I feel African-ish sometimes, not fully, uh, you know, African as an African mm. in Africa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's also a lot of a lot of stories about my you know life and just a bit of info about me and then yeah. And then legacy of apartheid, bro. The, the leg <laughs> hey, feeling the African ish. Feeling African ish, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of you know, so-called colored people not being classified as African yes. nor you know European or anything so yes. what are we you know yeah. extraterrestrials or something <laughs> this is the, very these different. Are the, yeah these yeah. are that's that's the feel of the show you yeah. know um, do you remember that yo Ochumato huh? is that his name yeah no? For real? Ochumato yeah I don't mm. call him by the What's Ochumato? Yeah, he was the colonialist, a colonialist, a colonialist education. Calling him Harry. Harry, no, not even, no, not even Harry. No, right, that's so racist. With a cuppy on the E. Right, that is so racist <laughs> if I just it's, it's think about political. it now. Yeah, think about that. Bro. It starts there. It right starts there, by there Harry. bro. Harry. Harry with a cuppy. Why did they put a cuppy on the E? You know what a cuppy is? It's that thing on the E that looks like this. And that thing is the, is the colonial, that's the colonial uh, 
shadow that looms right. over. Yes, anyway. I'll give, you, I'll give you a clear example of that, right? Okay. In English, there's a term called mumbo-jumbo. Okay. Right? Okay. You're talking mumbo-jumbo. Yes. That means you're talking nonsense. Yes. You've heard this yeah, before. Yeah, I've heard that. One, right. Yeah. Now, when I went to Zanzibar, Mm-hmm. Right? Aha. There's beautiful people there who greet with the term mambo Ma- yeah, exactly. and jumbo. Yes. Right? Yes. And they're the most beautiful, warm, loving people. Right? Yes. And their whole language, <laughs> I, see I think it's Swahili, if I'm yes, correct, yep. Yep. has been denigrated ah. and condensed to rubbish, to nonsense, within yeah. the context of the English language. Yes. What have they done? What Look have what they, they done? have done. Mambo and Jumbo. Beautiful greetings. Right. Now you're talking Mambo Jumbo. That reminds me of ah, when people bra. called Michael Wacko Jacko. Uh. You know, a lot of people still use that. Ah, you remember Wacko Jacko? Uh. He didn't like it. Yes. I found out in the interview, he said, whoever is spreading these rumors about me, please stop. I'm not Wacko. I'm not Jacko. I'm Michael Jackson. He, he, he cried in the yeah. interview. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I've been saying Wacko Jacko. My mom says, Wacko Jacko, like it's cool. No, it hurts his feelings. Yes. Stop it. Yes. Please stop, guys. Yes. Hurting people's feelings yes. with your mumbo-jumbo. I'm, 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 I, I, I get the analogy, although you like it, I think, by the comparison with Michael Jackson. And mumbo-jumbo is a bit far off. Michael was he a was bit wacko. wacko. Oh, so you're saying he was wacko. No, Man, I don't no, no I'm saying he was wacko. I have a lot of sympathy for uh, Michael Jackson. We all have... It's, right? It's and you as a dancer, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the, oh. the, the MJ moves, bro, back the in kick the day. Out, the jacket flick. No, bro. All that. Right. I was there on stage trying yes, to be him. doing it. Yeah. In my best black and white clothing yes. that I could find. Right. And, and, and because of the amazing art that he created. Yes. The amazing art that mm. he created. We... Don't want to believe the other stuff. Yeah. You don't want to believe it. Yeah, you don't want to. It's just... That's just... It uh, brings... Uh, uh, you, you know... You see, why did you bring up the other stuff? Now? You brought it up. No, I was talking about the Wacko Jacko. No, 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 no. Like no, no. Cold Wacko no. Can, we're going to reverse it and now I'm going to play it my, in slow motion. in the guy's life. I'm going to use editing to support my just, statement yeah. that you brought it. Okay, but Mambo Jumbo, show, that's wrong. Your yeah. show is about your history. Yes. So, um... Comedy for you during the formative years, like when was the seed planted that um, you could potentially do this? I think um, potentially, well, I think I was lucky in my first in my first few months of doing it. I managed to enter the Laugh Master thing. The good old FM thing. And no, then, no, I mean back in the day. Back, As back. A, okay, so oh, like back all, in let school. Me, where, did you, where did you grow up? On the Cape Flats, um, Bontierville, Mitchell's okay. Plain, um, that, was, that was my playgrounds. Um, yes. And then we moved to, I moved to Grahamstown for a bit wow. when my parents studied theology. Okay. And How so old? the whole fo- family moved. I was about f- 13, 13, 13, 14. And then we came back either side and then, yeah. And so, so your parents were academics? They, yeah, theologians. Okay. Both of them. So, but from an academic perspective or in yeah. the church? Yeah, they are both priests now. They're yeah, both priests been now. Priests now. Yeah, the, so, so they were studying back then. So, so yeah. they were studying Christianity? Yes. Specifically. Yeah. Christ, uh, yes. Uh, Christian theology. Christian theology, yes. Okay. And um, uh, do you ascribe uh, what's your connection with the faith? Um, now, not as, not as much, not as connected. I feel now more connected to 
I like being connected to everyone's faith a little bit. Right. Um, so I've kind of uh, branched out my wings a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I grew up in a conservatively strict, strict, How strict? Christian home. Like, you know, I wasn't much, I wasn't a TV game guy, not right. even a TV game, a game shop guy. I wasn't yes. allowed the game shops and the things. I was more at home, just, you know. Walk the like walk. games, like it comes from the devil vibes. Yeah, back then, it was, yeah, well, not, we not so much that. even games come from the devil. It was game shops. Oh, the, the, like the game shop itself was a threat, you know, that's right. where the, the guys come pull you in. And, you know, yes. so those type of things were threats like, oh, don't go there. That's where the bad guys are. Don't right. go here. That's where. So it was more like that. It wasn't like, oh, Satan is in the uh, in the juice that, uh, at the school. No, it wasn't like. Right. <laughs> it was more. Just don't stay away from the, the energies, yeah. Right. So they were kind of protecting me in a way also. Right. I understand now. Yes. Back then I was like, why can't I, yes. you know, you protest. Yes. But now I get it. There was, there was evil guys at the game shop. Right. So you still have your spirituality. Yes. You feel that you... Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. That right. I haven't lost. Yeah. So were they more dogmatic and, and ritualistic Yeah. Uh, than spiritual or were they both? A bit more, not as spiritual, mm. yeah, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, more the, the religion and the, yeah, was it dogmatic, I was guess. Was it yeah. stressful for you, or was at, it? At times it was, was at yeah. times it could be quite, you know, I, I would, uh, you know, like get angry sometimes, like, yes. why must we be so, you right. know, so deep in it. Right, we and how would we you deal with that stress? Was it a lot I would of break dance. You would dance. I would go break dance. I would yeah. go dance and just any any type of stress. In, up until my late twenties, I would dance it off. Right. That was my yeah yeah. So yeah. as so a and, and in your I terms of your parents, train. in your parents, any like were they good at dance Quite, or was it? No, surely? they didn't even like. Yeah, they didn't like it at first. They right. were like, oh, that's where the bad guys are. Also, it was like the tuck shop situation again. Right. They didn't want to drop me at the first competition. I remember I cried just to be uh, at a competition. Oh. I was like thirteen yes. at the time, and there was Battle of the Year. It was a yes. big thing. Yes. Um, Battle of the Year '99. Yes. Yo, I really wanted. To, and you I, I literally to we were in town. And I cried so much that they eventually just said, okay, fine, let's just go drop him. They were at the waterfront, I remember, <laughs> like yesterday. And they dropped me and they went there, they did their stuff, they came to pick me up afterwards. Right, and you were like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, finally I could see, break down and be with the culture, you know. They didn't want wow. me to, yeah, they were very protective of. of but that. after a while, yeah, they got used to that. Okay, they got he to dances now, yeah. yeah. To the point where I, I would uh, introduce like breakdancing in the church, you know, mm. like, yeah. Then after a while, people were cool with, you know, spiritual dancing happens in the church. And yes. then, you know, I was like, oh, but there's a new dance. Why not utilize this? Yes. You know, also so in the church. So you were able to. So then I, I kind of bridged the gap there with, you know, the cultural difference of what dance is. And also it's acceptable just to, you still, it's still a movement, yeah. you know, so. Kind of, we, I performed in church eventually, that's what happened. I performed in churches a lot, church wow. gigs. Hectic, yeah, bro. dancing, break dancing, spinning on my head, uh, you know. Um, I can't the, ever see that happening at the church. mosque, bro. <laughs> yeah. Never, bro. Would that happen? Yeah. Would that ever happen? Like, I mean, I don't think so. Not, no? Know? I never, I don't think so. But there's so. no like spiritual in, dancing even in, in, a, in a mosque. There's no like I moment think, of... No, no. no is you, there? Uh, for there? example, the whirling dervishes. Okay, yes. Right? That, yes. That, um, but you that's a see Sufi the whirling, thing. there's already a whirling. So you yes, can so spin on... There is a dance, but yes. you see there's a... We also have a... Um, and that's also, I think, 
I didn't from a Sufi and a more spiritual tradition. Ah. Right in certain sects of Islam, that's mm. like completely mm. not okay. Yeah. Right. Totally um, taboo. Yes, and even uh, our relationship to music, we gotta um, interact with it in a wary way because mm. that is also seen as an opening to some of the bad stuff. Yes, yes, right? yes, for sure. Um, but for it's sure. all, uh, you know, a lot of these things are, are very debatable and it's dependent on your personality. I yes. find as a person that I'm, I'm an open person. Uh, there's a lot of openness. Yes. Right? Yes. So I experience a lot of joy and I feel a lot of contentment and I feel comfortable in myself when I am listening to people who are different to me. Mm. and learning about them mm. and their way is not a threat to me yes exactly i actually yeah. enjoy mm. you know uh, the fact that there's so much diversity however there are people who are more sort of um conservative in their personalities yes who actually feel a lot of fear yeah. they fear-based mm. all these new ideas any changes any progression it actually makes them feel very scared and unsettled, mm, true. right? And they see it as a threat. And, and that's informed by, mm, by the personality. True. So you grew up brothers and sisters? I have two sisters, two younger sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, one's getting so married the, soon. The, are you the old one? I'm the Buddha. The Buddha, The Buddha okay. or the big brother, as okay. Buddhas are called. And are the younger sisters also... Um, conservative or have they um yeah fairly they yes. are chilled they're very laid back chilled yes. they're not like me yes i'm i'm, I'm i want to be out there okay. and, ah, yeah. stuff. um explore and um but they yeah they are chilled conservative yes. um quiet but they come to the shows yes. they come to the shows and enjoy a night out and you know yeah and the humor where does the humor come from like anybody in the family, I think, you yeah, my family's uh, the word is we use is komiklik. Yeah, I've, okay. Komiklik <laughs> is how do you say? How do you explain that? How do you translate it? It's like comical. Yes, I have a lot right. of comical people in my family. Right, the um, colorful, colorful um, personalities. Um, yeah, I, I would say my like. My mother also is quite a, like, even in, in uh, sermons, she'll drop a, a, a gag every now and then. I'm like, yo, that, okay, that was a fire punch, mom. Um, but yeah, even my dad, they, yeah, my family's very, actually very um, jokey, playful Yeah, so people. they are yeah. playful, they yes, are jokey. totally. Uh, so they're not comiclic and unaware of their no, comiclic no, no, Yeah, no, no, they are You know, because a lot of people who are very <laughs> oh, yes. comiclic and have no idea. No self-awareness, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's no, where are. the humor came uh, yeah. in your sort of, but a lot of creativity, do you think there's a lot of creativity? Yeah, well, mm, creativity, I think... There, there is, but I don't think, I think I'm the most artsy, yes. most, most like in my family. Right. I think I'm the most, you know, I, I w when I was younger, I drew a lot and then I started dancing. And yes. Like everything I've done was always arty, arty, art vibe. So I think I'm the most artsy, if that's a so like, thing, that person in my from? house. I don't, oh, actually, you know what, funny enough, I have um, uncles who, well, I have uncles and aunts who actually play music. Okay. Um, and some, I have a, a great uncle that paints. He used to okay. paint in the gardens. He used right. to sit there and paint like, yeah, I'm just remembering now. My mom would always tell me, oh, you take after this uncle when I was painting still in school. You take after this uncle, you know. Anything you do, you take after uncle, I realize. <laughs> yes. 
Like, <laughs> you, you, Never you, after you're too naughty. You yeah, take after this uncle. uncle. You know, yeah. it, there's always an yeah. uncle you take also after. Also on your father's side of on, the family. Yeah, on yeah, the always on the opposite. Yeah, if it's negative. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I took after a couple of uncles, perhaps, and aunts that are that were musically inclined and and visually painting painting wise inclined, mm. Mm. but no one else was you know um, like. It, performance art no one yeah. no one would yeah so dance was sort of your main outlet of expression but of, you, yes. you you were a creative child but dance was your thing dance was right when I found now it, when yeah. did comedy where did that metamorphose so, yes the more metamorphosis into happened. i would say around like uh, when i was in makanda uh okay. grahamstown okay. when i was there around grade eight grade nine mm-hmm. um i started linking with some friends and they were funny cats you know right. and, and then what happened was we would, I actually had a joke book mm. in grade 10. I actually would start writing, uh, you know, those old school jokes. There yeah. was a black guy, a white guy and yeah. a colored guy. Yes. Non-woke. Non-woke. Yeah, those will ones. not be allowed so today. A lot of those jokes, I would memorize them and just tell them in class. Yeah. And I would actually, the first memory of me doing a stand up type of thing was in primary school in Bondiaville. Oral. Or, it wasn't even oral. Literally, the teacher from the grade uh, sevens called two grade sixes, me and a friend of mine, to come and entertain her grade, you know, their class. Right. And so now we in the class and my friend goes first, Lance, and he, he like the two of us were jokesters, you know, people yeah, knew, yeah, yeah. but he was funnier. Yes. I always thought he was funnier and he Bra. had like, Did he, had, he, know that he remembered he the funnier? jokes. Yes. Did he know he was he funnier? He knew he was funnier. Right. Did he know that so you when knew he, he was funnier? No, he didn't know. I knew he was, but I knew he was funnier. He yeah. knew he was funnier. <laughs> so he started and he goes up and he tells these jokes from memory and just, oh, he's got them going. He's, he's killing and then I go after him and I don't have jokes from memory at the time yet. So I do one from memory, they laugh. And then I'm like, oh, now I have to make stuff up because oh. I still have time. And now they go, no, go continue. And I start making up a story. But it was such a horrible, horrible, like it went nowhere. And I was just making things with my face. And, and people were like, huh? And then it was like a death, death. Your first death, bro. And people were like, okay, let's give him a, a yeah. consolation clap. Yeah, I got yeah. a consolation clap. Yeah. And I just remember feeling that feeling of like, I Whoa. never want to experience that, that again. again. Prepare. And then th- since then, I would go and like collect those jokes. Those are long story form jokes. That's um, high school. That was actually primary school. Primary before school. the Before Grahamstown, yeah. And then in Grahamstown, I started, I had the book and then, but after a while, I, I kind of went more the dancing route and, and then the book, the joke telling thing oh. faded a bit. Um, and so then I just started dancing. joke telling was actually the initial I thing. I promise you, in Bonteville, I was the, in my class, I was a, I was a jokey guy. I was yes. also the, the dissing guy. Yes. You know, like your ma so fit, your koppa so groot, all those things. I was that guy and I would get... I would get bullied for that because people, people knew I had, a, I had a very sharp tongue. You know, I could, I could diss you, but I have to run after that. I was fast as well. So I could yeah. say something and get out yeah, of there really. as quick as possible. That's my, yeah. That was my route. But yeah, since primary school, I've been a jokey you know, type of, not a class clown. I wouldn't yes. be crazy in class. Yes. But when the moment calls, I can whip out something. You some, can say something. Yeah, they'd be yeah. like, nah, Ambrose, got your life, got your life, you know. Yeah, so then the stand-up, the, uh, the stand-up or the joke-telling 
metamorphosed into metamorphosed, the, the dancing, dancing. And then when did it re-emerge? It re-emerged after a drama. So I started, I started acting for a bit and then um, linked up with a friend, Lunga Chuka. Yes. And then him and I, through the dance world, we were connecting already. And oh, then he was also, like. yeah, he would okay. also throw down. And then we, we just decided once, like, why don't we try stand-up, actual real stand-up stand up. on a stage? Yes. Then we went to Armchair. And then armchair. Rustam was hosting that night, Rustam August. Um, an awesome guy, R.I.P. Yeah, he gave yeah. us our, he, he was the guy we spoke to yes. um, that night. And I remember he was also having a rough, like he was <laughs> having like night. one of those dying set nights. But he was so angry and he kept going with the energy that it was, it was hilarious it was to watch. interesting. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's the funniest because thing for comedians. Yeah. That night he wasn't supposed to host. I think Christian Cup or something, someone else had to host and he was angry that he had to host. Yeah, so he was <laughs> so Doing an angry set, but then we approached him afterwards and he's like, yeah, no, come through here. He gave us a date and then, yeah, from there, we, we managed to get our first spot at Ragazzi in town. Yes. That was still a, a thing at the yes. time. And then, yeah, and so that was after studying acting now. That was like post, like dancing, I was already doing gigs and stuff, but... In the act, the acting gave me a bit of confidence also just to actually step on stage and do yes. it because I had it in my, the back of my mind all this time. <laughs> Why do you do comedy? Because it's a very unique individual I found that has the inclination to do stand up, mm. right? Yeah. To do it in front of people as a specific type of personality, um, and, and everybody has different emotions. Or, or reasons for doing it? Why do you think you connect with comedy so much? I think I, I've, I, the reason I connect is because I like, well, not like, I, I'm used to making fun of my own tough situations. Right. Like, I've always been able to laugh at my, like, I always, even when, <laughs> when things would break in my life, I always go, oh, why must... Why must my things always be so broken and other people... Like, I, I always find something that I can laugh at in my own life. Like, if, even if things are... When things have been rough, like at one point I was living uh, alone and I had, like, bread and onions left. Now my bread friend, and my, onions? That's all. And my friend came over and, and we had bread and onions. And you have to put the onions, onions yeah. on the bread. So I would fry the onions, eat that on the bread. That was, like, the loss of the meals. But the, my, the friend that was with me, right. we were so, like... You we cry like, because so you depressed we, and crying, the onions. And yes, but we're eating onions, you know, on bread. But um, that alone, I wasn't like, I can't be sad about this. This is hilarious. It so is I always found that I think the, the, the difficulties around my life have, I've always been the person to laugh at Jesus. things. And also, also when I was younger, I would be the guy to inappropriately laugh. I was the inappropriate laugher. When, when the joke is over, I'm still laughing. Yes. When people have stopped laughing and it's serious, I'm still laughing. Yes. I got on, in trouble on set many times for that because, you know, sometimes I'll do a drama series and one day I remember there was a funeral scene and I was the only one laughing. I couldn't stop laughing, but it was all these people around like a coffin mm. and the camera pans around all of us and as soon as it got to me, I just burst out laughing because I... There was something funny about this fake funeral thing, yes. and that triggered me, right. right? 
And so that's when I was like, no, man, like I realized that I'm that's a bit childish you. also in a way. I, I sometimes find inappropriate times to laugh and inappropriate when everyone's serious, then I'm thinking of why is this like that? Yes. Or, and then my mind just but does that. But if you've been through difficult, I then I'll go back. Yeah. And if you are wanting to share. Yes. Right? Yeah. Did you used to laugh at very harsh things when you were younger? Mm. Like very harsh, how do you mean? No, I mean, do you come from like in terms of growing up where you were growing yeah. up? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Things? Oh, yeah. I think the Cape Flats is it's, it's weird like that because on the Cape Flats, if you're from there, you would know like people laugh at each other in a yes. mean way sometimes. And sometimes that it's also not a good thing sometimes because we're used to teasing each other for our, what we don't have. Yes. And I think it stems from there. Yes. Firstly laughing at other people and then also now but now as a comic consciously going oh okay uh, you can't just, just laugh at it. you also laugh at yourself yeah. you look inward and go okay so what's funny about you know what what yeah. i have going on um so now yeah that's where the, the the technical side of comedy has taught me to flip you know not not really be mean to people like that but right. share my story and you know yeah but i do think that there's something about that you know the so pain. the laugh the pain um, I find that people from, you know, who had grown up under certain circumstances, mm. right? They laugh at mm. painful things, yeah. right? Yes. Easier than many that's other the, people, yeah, right? That's, that's where it Other starts. people, like, you know, you hear or they see a, a video where someone's getting really hurt. Yeah. You find some, many people laughing at that. True. Right? Coming from... True. Cape Plus background. That's very true. Right? That's very and true. other people horrified. Yeah. We need to get some trauma counseling. Yeah. yeah we need yeah. to. Yeah, it's know, like if someone. Do a healing. Yeah. We need <laughs> ceremony. We, exactly, exactly. Get Rob Van Vieren involved. For us, if, like, right? if, if you want to. Namaste by in. Go <laughs> some, some Nag Champa or something. Uh, yeah, we'd have to cleanse a cleansing ceremony. All right. But so, for so us, if we see someone, stomp, like if you see someone stomping on someone's head, you know, like you won't, like other people will go, oh, that's horrible. And then we'll go, yo, that man stomped on his head with a sloffy. Why is he wearing a sloffy? <laughs> you know, like you will see something else, you know, Funny, like, yeah. oh, why, why was he screaming? Mommy, or why was yes. he? We'll find that thing that makes the situation it's funny. Bearable. Bearable. You know, we're not going to, oh, my word. Yeah, because we also. Confronting the real. Yeah. Pain of what is actually happening there. How are you going to survive? Yeah. How are you going to live in that environment yeah. when that type of thing is yeah. happening all the yeah. time? How are you going to be okay? And I think that's the thing that our people, like on the Cape Flats, they, yeah. they, they, it's, it's almost a suffering in a way if you want to go the serious route. Like we, we, there's so much of, of pain that happens that we've, we, we almost can't take, like we yes. can't still cry about one more thing. So yes. we just find something, find something to, else. Yeah, and I think that's that's and the distract. yeah mm. that's the thing. Obviously, it is beneficial in that way psychologically yeah, yeah. as a distraction. Yes, but it can also stop you from actually dealing with the yeah, pain. Yeah, true, true. And that pain can come out at other times in other ways. Yeah, right. If you don't actually deal exactly. deal with it. Exactly. You know, yeah. you find like, I would even think like, you, you see that manifest in a guy like Jim Carrey, right? Yes. Where he actually used the comedy as a drug mm. and he uses performing as a drug mm. for so many years. And after he thought this thing is going to save him, 
he realized it wasn't. Yep. It is purely masking it. Yes. So I do, I do feel that it is beneficial, but like there's like deeper work that needs to be done if there is like real trauma. Oh yeah, no, we need to deal with that. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. I don't know how, but people need to. Especially if they're teaching mumbo jumbo is and hairy strand loop. You know, hairy you know, and starts. Yeah, it starts there. It the starts foundation. There, bro. The foundation. We need yourself? to flip things. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And um, I think yeah, that's that's one of the things with this show is yes. that that I want to talk about also is that you know the pain. You know, people hide that pain in in um, in many ways, and um, we need to somehow get over that the painful part of our right. history. You know, right. um, I don't know how, but together, I guess. Yeah. So that together. that's the theme of the show. Um, not not the pain part. Uh, the theme should be that I'm funny. <laughs> yes. But but no, the the theme is is pretty much um, uh, dealing with the 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 not knowing where we come from or what, what our history or true roots are um, mm. and how that can cause a bit of conflict if yes. you don't, you know, like you don't deal with, you never deal with things like we just keep things bottled up or sweep yes. it under the rug and yes. I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to speak things. Yes. Like sometimes, uh, you know, I'll say things and then, you know, <laughs> it's like... At some point, my mom will go, okay, that's, that's enough now about the... I'm the politicker, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a politicker in the house also. Like, sometimes I'll bring up things, people go, okay, okay we don't want to talk about that right now. What type of politics? Like, um, New ideas? Like, no, even, like, old ideas. Old that, ideas. But also, like, your parents are normally, they, they've heard the ideas. My mom was also, in, you know, in struggle. All in, of that, involved yeah. in. so, so when I speak about these things, sometimes they go, ah, man, we, we've heard these we things before. This, yeah. But then I go, but we haven't solved them. Right. We haven't dealt with right. them. Right. And um, they become more conservative. Yeah. They're not the UDF then, solved. Yeah, no, no. Then anymore. they they're right. different now. Right. Yeah. They tell, no, the time is it's yes. done now. Yes. And, you know, we've done, we've moved and on. I'm here going, no, it's not. It's the not people done. are suffering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but right. sometimes I'm a bit too much on that. But right. yeah, um but I realize that we need to we need to deal with that. But also, yeah, like I said, the the pain does help with comedy. Yes, it's it's great for comedy. It's actually great for it comedy. It works. It works it for is. me for telling stories for you know relaying the messages to to people in other parts of the world. Yes, which is yeah. That's, You're gonna be telling it to fun. the Scotsmen, to the Scottish. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be very exciting, bro. It is exciting. One hour show. That's one hour. Is it ready? Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say it's, uh, no, I will say it's not ready because I don't know what the, how they are going to react to certain gags. So I might tweak it when I'm there. I Probably. think the, the show will be um, a, sh a show in progress while I'm yes. there until yes. I get what they kind of get, until I get them and they get me, you yes. know what I mean? But I think I'll f be finding my feet in the first few shows. Just you know, like, ah, okay. You know, for me, I actually, um, I'm too minded in my approach to that. What I saw on one of these podcasts, or actually no, interviews between Ricky Gervais, Jerry Seinfeld, oh, Chris yes, Rock that one. and Louis yeah. C.K. Yeah. I think called Talking Funny. Mm. And Chris Rock and uh, Louis C.K. came up with a certain uh, approach to um, developing a show. And Seinfeld had a different approach. Seinfeld's approach is that you have an act, right? And your act evolves. Yes. Right? Yes. It evolves. So he essentially doesn't throw anything away. Yes. Right? Mm. He doesn't throw anything yeah, away, but process. he constantly writes. Yes. So he's got this where it starts here 
you know, it just grows, mm. right? So mm. even the older stuff, he's mm. still working on. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. And refining. Yeah. And sometimes mixing it with the newer stuff. Yeah. And everything. So his whole sort of act, yeah. right, becomes like a, just a complete, yeah. Yeah. a complete thing I like that, that he can too. draw out mm. at any point. And then obviously, from a practical perspective, you can't do that if you're touring. You've got to come up with a new show. Yes. They don't want to hear the old jokes. Yeah, right? True. So you can't do that. So you're going to have to, when you come up with a new show, you're going to have to do new things and different things. Yes. Right? So I've sort of kind of borrowed from both yes. in a sense. So what for corporates, what I do is yeah. I just sort of do that Seinfeld-esque yeah, type yeah. of thing and build and tweak and mm. change and... Uh, evolve right uh, the uh, the material yes and when i do my own one-man shows yeah. every single time has got to be different okay right all right so no no older gags in the new new shows, shows. nothing okay. it's all a right. completely different time because yes. a lot of times it's a snapshot of my life yes. at a particular at the, at, point yeah. in time yeah for right sure. and then however then i i also just go sometimes i look at my material that i evolve and mm. i change and I go, right, yes, yeah, why couldn't I have filmed this? Mm. Because it's better now. Yes. This routine yes. is better now. True, true. It's you aged know? better, yeah. But the benefit well. of that is, in today's day and age, it's so much easier to film. It's so much easier to capture yeah. it again. Yeah. And true. so much easier to put that out. So I'm looking at that in a very positive way. Yeah. So the show is going to progress. It's going to evolve. Yes. Yeah, I think it will be... Uh, for for this run, mm. I think by the time I get to Sweden after mm. Scotland, I, I should, by then I would like to have f kind of finalized the international, what the yes. show looks like now for, for international, international crowds. Yeah. Um, hopefully by then, then it's, it's smooth sailing from there and then I can take that product wherever yes. else. Yes. Um, so your aspirations are to go everywhere? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going to stop. This This tour will be the start of... Something. Me doing things, yeah. <laughs> Me touring. So um, I've already actually gotten a. Yesterday I got a, another letter from a, another festival that's keen on. So, saw it's the show. A, so the intention is to connect also with internationally. The world. Yes, yes. I think this is this is the start of my international connection, and it's it's already like yeah, it's paying off. People yeah, are man. people are messaging, and they've heard they've heard now the shows on the road, and yeah. I got exciting, some exciting mails in this past week yeah. from other festivals and people that have heard. Yes. So, yeah, um, I think it's going to, yeah, from here, it's just going to, I, all I need to do is just get the show as strong as possible for me. Mm. That's my main concern, my best bits um, and the bits, the bits that are going to stand out. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry about this, but... Uh... It's all bro. good. It's all good. The Enjoy Edinburgh, bro. Yeah, no, I will. Thank you. I'm, I'm keen on also seeing who's there, you know, what comics are going to yes. be around. Um, maybe checking out some of the legends. I don't know if Stuart Lee's going to be there. I would love to see Stuart Lee. Because also, he's got a hectic... Did you see his... Um, I don't know if you know his procedure also. He does like... He would, uh, he would have a concept idea of a show. Then he'd run that concept for like 200 shows in one theater. He's run it like 200 times and then he'll take it. I was like, yo, how do you, that's like next level of mastery. But then you, when you watch the stuff, it's also like, it's so good. Yes. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm keen on, on watching some of the, you know, people that are, that have been doing the festivals and that are out there. 
some some OGs and legends, and also new meeting, networking, new yes. yeah, new avenues. What's your current people. sort of creative process? How do you do? My process is as soon as something funny happens, I must write it in my phone. Right. Um, something that's at least tellable on stage. Like yes. not all the ideas that are funny that happen, you know, you can write down. But if there's something that I go, oh, this could fit in within my, yeah, it, it goes with the show type of thing, then I'll, I'll squeeze that in, make a note of it, go try it at a, at a club somewhere, um, do a circuit, do, do the circuit with it, and then, then put it in the show and run yeah. the show. So the, the idea, is, the aim is the show or the bit? The aim is the both? show. The, so, so it's well, more at like first the it's beat. the bit. At first it's the bit. Um, to get the bit as clean as possible, then to add, incorporate that within the, the show, show so that it seems seamless also and that um, then the whole show should be also then eventually as clean and seamless as possible. Because yeah. this show eventually would be... It's, good, it's, it's a product on its own. Yes. I want it to be Africanish, the product that yes. will eventually be... Recorded as Afri a special Africanish, you know, um, and then yeah, then I can move on. But then, but in the meantime, I'm still I'm writing stuff that's not in the that's show. not in the show that okay. might not be in the show that. But like like Seinfeld does, just write for the for the sake of getting your, you know, the muscle going. Yes, um, just do that as often so that when the time comes, I can squeeze jokes, fit jokes in and out um, for new shows as well. And how long are you wanting to tour? I want to, as long as, as possible, I can't, have, no, I mean with, I this can't show. with this show, I was thinking perhaps maybe I'll give it a good three, four years. Yeah. Three, four, and then four film. years. Yeah. A four year run would be cool and then film. By then it should be solid as a rock. Yes. I think so. The yes. bit should be tighter. Everything yes. should and be. And it's, yeah. it's going to be timeless material. That's the thing as well. I want yeah. it to be, the jokes that are in here are going to be, yeah. yeah. Take out all the Take references also that's uniquely South African. Yes, that too. The only difference is not that we have to, uh, uh, in the setups, the only difference is you can never use a South African reference as a punchline. No, That's yeah. the only thing. That's the thing, yeah. You, gotta, you can use it as a setup. In and, a setup, yeah. And people love it actually. True. The unique True. aspect of it. But True. the punchline has got to be something that yeah, others relate to. Yeah, because then they're going to be like, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> we didn't get that. Huh? Well, it's a great story, but yeah, the Tiff. ending. Tiff, what does Tiff mean? You know? You know? You, yeah, How you many times does Tiff out, a right? punchline? Right? Ooh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, you got ooh, yeah. And it's like, what does huh? that mean? Yes. Gosh, don't but understand they enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's the clarity there needs to be. Yeah. Everything yes. needs to be clear and, and underst understandable. Yeah, bro. Up until the punch. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the journey. Yeah. So, I don't know when this is going to come out. It'll okay. probably be while you're in Edinburgh. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything like where people can, must people look out for you on? Well, yeah, I've, I mean, I have uh, my Instagram is live. They can yes. follow the pro. I'll probably post some stuff like whatever's happening at the festival. I'll, I'll post that on Instagram at Ambrose Uren. And then, um, yeah, up until then, like for South Africans, well, I'll be back after September and then we'll do shows. I'll do some more shows here again. Great. And then, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's, let, there's Sweden before yeah, that. Yeah, let us know uh, online, and you'll, you'll yeah. we'll be following your Definitely. journey. And from me and my co-host, co-host with the transformer. Or I don't know about co-host or you know co. Uh, 
guest. More like the Sarakta. Like, <laughs> the landlord, I would call him. Mikael, okay. Say thank you. Say thank you to everyone and say we'll see you next time. Come. Say you thanks. were here the whole time. Say you might as well be part time. of it. Huh? You're too shy. Okay, oh, he's too, too shy. shy. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time, bro. Thanks a lot for having Amen. me, bro. This has been cool. Have a wonderful time. Will do. So that's it, guys. From Ambrose Urin. I'll be back uh, either in a week's time or two weeks' time. Uh, I haven't decided to make this a two-weekly or weekly podcast. I think a weekly one is better, man. Like, I mean, I can't wait two weeks. The problem with me having the reason why I wanted to do two weeks because I actually wanted to, you know, do some research and, you know, offer you guys something proper. Um, but uh, I don't know, maybe I'll just, you know, fail forward, as I said um, in a previous podcast, uh, you know, just uh, try and put the stuff out. Make more mistakes. With more mistakes, you actually learn more. And, uh, you know, you can grow quickly. Maybe I'll take that approach. Or I'll be so crap, no one wants to listen to me. And they'll be like, whoa, bro. Riyadh really fell off. Anyways, what's the point in any case? That's the, that's the title for my next comedy show. This comedy show was called Voices in My Head. And it'll be out very shortly on an undisclosed platform. Yet to be disclosed platform. And the next one's going to be called What's the Point? And that one's going to get deeper. But anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to uh, the Best Medicine Podcast. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, I'll see you next time.